Do you know there are approximately 500,000 foster children in the United States and approximately 70% of them are in our schools? How can you best support them? Listen in for four ways that you can do just that. Check out my Facebook group and join in with other educators who can collaborate, encourage each other as you are dealing with different behaviors in your classroom. And also, don't forget, there is a free resource download that has six evidence-based behavior strategies for you as an extra resource for your classroom. Also, don't forget to leave me a review wherever you're listening to this podcast and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. So these foster kids are dealing with so much. There's grief, anxiety, loss, confusion, sadness, poor social skills, anger, aggression. They've been moved sometimes from foster home to foster home to foster home, which means they've been from school to school to school. They haven't been able to establish a routine very much. They don't know anybody and they're thrown into your classroom. Now, of course, you may not know right away who they are or their story. We've usually had great um, counselors and MTSS coordinators who will find out, you know, why this student is struggling so much and having, you know, such anger or behavior issues And so then we can better support them when we know a little bit more of their story and where they're coming from. So I have seen uh, one of our foster kids we worked with. This was his 
third, I believe, elementary school. He was in second grade. He was in his second foster home. And when he left, he ended up leaving our school because he had to be moved to his third foster home because of his behaviors and his trauma. Um, it's actually his trauma that affected his behavior. And obviously those are tough, tough to handle at school, but really tough to handle at home. And so unfortunately he was moving again and out of our district. So I'm not sure where he's at or how he's doing, but just, uh, it's heartbreaking, but they are there at your school for a reason, not only for education, but to feel wanted and needed and believed in and encouraged that they can learn, they can get an education, they can be creative and they can grow up and make a difference and enjoy their life. And so I just want to encourage you to be on the lookout for those kids and they may be the extra quiet ones. They're not acting out. They're not talking. They're just sitting quietly. So just know that they are there and they are struggling not only with academics because with them moving from school to school because they had to be moved from foster home, they are behind academically. A lot of them. I'm not saying every single one of them, but a lot of them are behind academically. So there's definitely a lot going on and they need you. And I want to encourage you with four interventions, four behavior strategies that will help them do their best learning in your classroom. So strategy number one is showing them safe adults. Now I can remember we have done this for a few of our students, showing them kind of the lay of the land in the school and showing them who is the counselor, who is the AP, who is obviously their teacher, and then if you have behavior paras or extra support in the classroom, that they know who you are so that when you get called or you call us for extra support, they know we're not just some random person coming in, but they would connect like, oh, okay, you're whoever, and you are there to help. And so just kind of getting them uh, the lay of the land, who's who, and that they do have that support of other adults in the school is very encouraging for them. Another strategy would be to have peer buddies. Because, like I said, with them moving around so much, they haven't been able to, well, they've probably been able to make friends, but they haven't been able to keep those friends. So now they're at a new place. And just giving them, giving them a peer buddy. I know um, a couple of the classrooms that I was in, they would assign students, hey, can you hang out with, you know, Johnny and 
show him where to go in the cafeteria, what you do at recess and what you can do at recess, those kinds of things, and just giving them that extra support with their peers so that it's not always adults that are that they're with. Granted, that doesn't mean they're going to automatically be BFFs, but again, it's another support and encouragement for them to see that their peers are there and can help them too. Third strategy would be interventions. So this, of course, would be the academics, you know, finding out do they need math, you know, interventions, um, reading interventions, help with writing, and then, of course, with their behaviors. You know, do you have a social worker in your school who can work on social skills, who can meet with him, who has time to teach them those social skills either individually or sometimes social workers will work in groups with other students and having them learn from each other and how they can encourage each other that way. And then the fourth strategy would be to build trust slowly. And that's building on those relationships. So keeping in mind that probably most of the adults in their lives have either abandoned them have neglected them, have abused them, could have done all three, could have done only one. And so some of them are going to be pretty leery of you and other adults. And so just moving slowly, like me, I want to jump in and just give hugs and say, hey, it's so glad you're here and excite that, you know, but that's, can definitely be overwhelming for some of these kids. So just a, hey, it's so great to see you today. Or how are you doing? Anytime you want to talk, I'm here. You know, um, let's have lunch next week. Or, you know, and maybe including a couple other students so that that student doesn't feel so on the spot. But so that they can see how relationships, how you have relationships with other students so that they are not leery of you um, just wanting to hang out with them. Building trust slowly. Encouraging them. Motivating them as much as possible. Giving them a safe place in the classroom or a safe time to just have a break sometimes. Maybe just going in the back of the room or at their desk just reading for a few minutes learning what helps to calm them, calm their anxiety or their confusion or their overwhelm as you get to know your students and what their needs are. So again, four strategies that can help your students who are foster children. One showing them who are the safe adults in your school. I mean, technically, it's everybody. But who's going to be in his realm of their world in the school at that time? Second strategy would be giving them a peer buddy. Someone who can um, walk beside them, show them what to do, show them where things are in the classroom, in the school, 
cafeteria, recess, all those things. Number three is getting those interventions in place for academics and social skills. And fourth strategy would be building trust slowly. Because again, you may be the only caring adult in their life. And that's huge. And I hope this does not overwhelm you, but just makes you more aware of your students and especially those sometimes that are acting out and have the most challenging behaviors. Usually those are the ones who are struggling the most, who have a lot more going on at home than you know about and that we know about. Even when we find out that they're foster children, obviously we're not going to know every single detail what's going on. And we don't have to know every single detail to know that they need extra support, extra encouragement. So again, you're doing great. We need you. You're amazing. And every day you are offering hope to your students by being there, encouraging them, teaching them, showing them that they can do it, believing in them, you are turning their hopeless into hopeful. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free these will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out and i leave you with this Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.